right. Um, <laughs> eh, we're going to talk Drake and Pusha T. Y'all already know how I feel, right? Drake is a... Uh, Drake is a cancer to hip-hop. And I say that because um, dude is... First of all, you know, we don't know what's real with Drake because of his ghostwriters. And then the, the, here's the problem, though. His fans won't acknowledge his ghostwriters. His fans want to put him as the GOAT. They want to make him the new Jay-Z. You ain't no damn Jay-Z, Drake. You ain't no Nas. You you bam, you damn sure can't be mentioned in the same breath as Tupac. Um, he's not up there with the greats, but his fans want to make him one of the greats. And we all owe... Pusha T a thank you. Um, really, him and Meek Mill both, because um, someone wrote and I and and I saw this in the comments on YouTube, and um, it's so true. Now that we really look back, we all assumed that Meek Mill took an L in his battle against Drake. But when we when we look back on it now. Meek Mill exposed Drake. It's just that everyone was ignoring it. All they wanted to look at was album sales. Who who sold the most albums? And if you didn't sell the most albums, you took the L. But what he exposed was that he had the ghostwriters. Now, I'm going to call this the Meek Mill effect. Because... Pusha T has been getting that Drake for a long time. But nothing would really get to him. Nothing would nothing would stick. But this time, when he dropped the story of um I don't even know how to say the damn bit, Adon Adonan, when he dropped it when he dropped that this record, it exposed, first of all, Drake had ghostwriters. We all knew this. But it exposed him as a as a exposed him as a person like he's not the person you think he is. He kind of pulled the cover off of him, right? Good. Let me hurry up with this. Now, also recently, Drake has expressed his uh, or he's he's told his side of the story, saying that. Pusher got his information from Kanye, and this is the reason. Because you notice Drake is going at Kanye more than he's going at Pusher. He don't want it with Pusher. Pusher told us it was going to be a surgical summer. He was going to peel it back layer by layer, and it just exposed this guy. Drake took the bitch way out and decided to attack Kanye. Being mad at Kanye, wanted to say Kanye was the one that told him about um, the baby. 
And then Drake took a stab at Kanye saying he wrote rhymes for Kanye. Everyone knows Kanye don't write his own records. His, his own rhymes. He don't write his own shit. Everyone knows that. Kanye is uh, open about that. Vocal about that. Um, so, he decided to go at Kanye because he didn't want it with Pusha T. Um... Now, Drake took a nail. Drake took a nail in the battle. And he wants to come on um, the barbershop with LeBron crying like a little bitch. Talking about um, Pusha T broke the rules or Pusha T went too far. Um, concerning the 40 uh, line where he talked about 40 being sick because <clears throat> apparently 40 has a terminal illness or whatever. Um, I don't know much about the guy. But anyway, Drake's producer, 40, is ill. And, you know, there was that line in the story of Adenon where, uh, where um, Pusha T says, that man is sick, sick, sick. Right, making fun of Drake's six six six, you know, because he always Drake always, which is demonic as hell, but Drake always pushing the six, where he's from in Toronto. Tomo six six six. So he he flipped it and said he's six six six, right? Now, Drake said he went too far, making fun of a man's illness, a, a terminal illness. He didn't go too far. Anybody that knows hip-hop culture know that when it goes there, it goes there. War is war. There's no rules in war. So Drake wasn't prepared for battle and came crying like a little hoe. You shouldn't have been taking shots at dudes. You know? You you mentioned, didn't he mention um, Pusha T's fiance? Didn't he say Pusha T's fiance name in a song or something like that? Okay, if that's the case, bruh, you got to put the boxing gloves on. So, the latest in this fiasco. I'm, I'm talking about it. I know this is all old shit. I'm talking about all this old shit to bring us back up to date to the new shit. Pusha... Went on Joe Button's um, podcast recently and showed how Drake was trying to get information, trying to dig up dirt on Pusha T, trying to get at old producers and shit, old DJs to try to get information and dirt on Pusha T. You see how this this dude Drake is such a little bitch. You see, you see. You see, he's being exposed in every way. Pusha said it was going to be surgical. He's pulling it back layer by layer. Just like he said he would. I knew Drake was a little fucking weasel. I knew he was like that. I knew he, I knew, I just knew, you know, he, he's too much of a fucking girly man. I knew he was like that. 
I knew he was the type of person to throw rocks and hide his hands. And when you clap back, he the type of person to start crying. Talking about, this isn't fair. That's not fair. You can't clap at somebody and somebody clap back and then you start crying like a little bitch. I don't want any shit. So let me let me bring up the um let me bring up the clip. This a it's a bit long, but I'll I'll bring up the clip. This is uh from the Joe Budden podcast. All right, here we go. This is Pusha speaking on Joe Budden podcast about Drake trying to dig up dirt. To Wyoming, after the after the listening party, my DMs hit. My man, um, Sean, he, um, he's in my DMs. He's like, yo, we need to talk tomorrow. Um, make sure you hit me. Um, now, me and Sean, we're not even friends. Like, you know, we were friends earlier in, in life. Falling out behind some rap shit. I call him the next day. Like, yo, what's up? He's like, listen, Ingus is out here offering a hundred grand for you. And in, in regard to, um, you know, in regard to this whole beef. And um, I'd have been insulted. You can offer more than that. You know, I mean, hey, man, I, you know, by this time I was I was by this time I felt good, though, because I'm like, you're offering what you don't have. You're off. You, you know, you're offering because you don't have. So now I feel like I'm holding the aces. I'm holding everything. And um, and talking to him, he 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 puts his man on phone. Who another guy who I wasn't cool with. His name is Fetty. And um, they was just like, yo, for real on some VA shit. Like, man, there's no way we gonna even participate in something like this against you. And beyond that, it's this girl on the phone who keep talking like she your sister, but. She steady trying to get info to kill you. <laughs> Somehow I have... I want to cut you off. Go ahead. Somehow I have some of these clips and I'd like to play them. I don't want them to jeopardize the relationship between OVO Mall and Aubrey. <laughs> so, <laughs> me, and, me and Drake are good. Are you and him? Me and Drake are good. Text him first. That's good. Me and Drake are good, man. Play whatever you got to play. Good. Everybody's Everyone, good. Are you going to be in OVO still? I'm good. This? I'm good, yes. I'm retired. I don't need the Drake feature anymore. No, I'm, I'm good, bro. But Rory likes Drake a lot. Is this okay with you? It's fine, Joe. You I think, I'll, I think I'll be okay. Y'all pussy. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is interesting because we just, as fans, don't get to hear shit like this. I'm going to shut up. This how, look just how deep it gets, though. It's like, this is what nobody knows. This is what, like, you're really combating. When y'all talk about rules and you talk about going too far... This is something you would. This is something you'd never hear about. Something you'd never hear about. I agree. Wait, I see what Push is doing here. Cause Push likes to draw focus to things that we should focus on, but not pinpoint that we should focus on them. Yeah. So I see what's happening here. Yeah. yeah. Is this kind of your way of saying, nigga? What rules are you referring to? What rules? How how could there possibly be rules if you have six figures for dirty intel on me? Right. See, and that's always a different game. That's why I fuck with Pac. When when I didn't know shit about shit and Pac said, uh, to start a war, you got to get your money right. <laughs> right? That's a fact. As a 16-year-old, I was like, is that true? Like, I got guns. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. Uh, so anybody shut up because we don't have the greatest uh, uh, 
sound quality here, but we're going to make this work so you can understand what, what goes on here. Aubrey Mall has nothing to do with this. shower with my wife I'm, I'm inviting you to my wedding and you would even attempt to dig up dirt to I mean to the tune of and, and what was what was what was good dirt to you was me having like a secret baby and this is who I call my sister like wholeheartedly you know as, as niggas we call people our sisters sometimes and ain't really our sister. <laughs> well, no, I think it speaks to... Nah, but it ain't that, though. It, it ain't, even, it ain't even that. The morals of how people grew up, because the dudes that was hitting you, you said you probably not even that, that fly with. No, 100%. And they That's were just real nigga shit. They was just raised a certain Listen. way. So hit you. Well, let me hit the round of applause for these niggas, man. <laughs> oh, shit, we waiting up. I can't... I don't know what's happening. <laughs> so with that... I'm not a real DJ. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to, Mo. Talk, why don't you talk so I can get out of here? No, I want you to play the, play the uh, is it, is it something else here? No, I got way more. Y'all just shut up. I'm trying to learn how to work this computer, man. All right, here we go. Here's the next one. Personally, but I got his DJ man that did all his tours with him and the whole nine. And he got so much shit to say to you, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Really? Yeah, but it's like, but it's sensitive and it's real and it's, you know what I mean? It's, what? it's unfiltered, so it's like we all in the town. It might, it it'd probably be some issues behind it, but that ain't that ain't a big deal. But much about the guys but course, they, they, they 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 get to a bag they really get to it he was sort of offended how they were coming to him on some yo you know we'll fly you up like 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 they were like that was impressive that works on the girl right <laughs> we're gonna send the pj yeah. we're gonna send the yeah. pj and and they were talking this oh we're gonna send the pj talking you know we got the money blah blah blah, blah. i hate pj too i don't want to hear that 
So that justifies all the dissing that Pusha T been doing towards Drake. That one clip justifies all of it. So Drake messed up. Drake tried to play the role of victim like everyone's picking on him or or Pusha at least. Pusha's just picking on him and niggas is just jealous because I'm selling records and nah. This clip proves that Drake went out of his way to try to dig up information on Pusha. This changes the whole story, changes the whole narrative. It changes... It changes everything, and it should change the way people look at this piece of shit, Drake. That's the reason why I'm even talking about it in the first place, is I hate fake-ass people. 
I hate people that try to play like they so innocent. He come on LeBron's um, barbershop crying and bitching, talking about rules. He crossed the line and trying to act like he's taking the high road. When in actuality, he's behind the scenes like a lot of these fucking Hollywood motherfuckers do. Now they got me pissed off. I'm trying not to curse so much. But a lot of these Hollywood motherfuckers do this shit. Beyonce be doing it. They be behind the scenes trying to dig up dirt on people. Trying to block people from getting to their bag. This is real shit, man. I hate people like that. That's why I don't like the real reason. People say, man, why don't you try to get on with with this? And why don't you? I like keeping my podcast as real and as thorough as possible. And I know I can't do that around fake ass Hollywood ass people. I keep shit 100. I told y'all. In a world full of lies is one thing that's going to remain true. The Victor Morrow Show. Gotta give me credit for that. So, Drake has been exposed. He can no longer pretend like he's the the nice guy or the good guy in all of this. He can't play the good guy role. Like, Like he's the... The, the guy that just happened to make it and everyone's hating on him. Nah. Nah, homie. Pusha T gave you an L. And you can hold that. You've been exposed for the coward, slimy bastard that you really are. No more tears for Drake. <laughs> okay? I don't want to hear no more from people saying, did you hate you knowing Drake? No, that's over. That's over. After you've, after you've been exposed for being a backstabbing uh, piece of shit and a person that goes behind people back and try to... He tried to pay people to say bad shit about um, Pusha. Fly people out. You can't come on LeBron's or anybody else's podcast or show and say there's rules and he crossed the line and he broke the rules. No, no. You broke the rules when you tried to pay people to say bad shit about him. I don't care what he did. You showed your true character. Now you can no longer play the role of victim. That time is over. More on the NFL controversy as far as the kneeling is concerned and the protesting is concerned. Amy Schumer, Amy Schumer took to Instagram, um, and uh, she had you know a lot to say, and she pretty much asked the question: Why aren't more white players? kneeling alongside their 
black teammates that are kneeling. Uh, let's see. Um, it says, uh, this is her Instagram here. It says, <clears throat> excuse me, these words are very, very tiny. So let me try to uh, pull this up. It says, uh, says, I wonder why more white players aren't kneeling once you witness the truly deep and inequality um, and endless racism people of color face in our country, not to mention the police um, brutality and murders. Why not kneel next to your brothers? Otherwise, how are you not complicit? It says, I think it would be cool if at um, Maroon 5 backed out of the Super Bowl like um, at bad, uh, is that, oh, yes, Riri's, uh, Rihanna's uh, uh, Twitter. Like Rihanna did, pretty much. That's what she's saying. Um, it says, I personally told my reps I wouldn't do a Super Bowl commercial this year. I know um, I know it must sound like a privileged-ass sacrifice, but it's all I got. Hitting the NFL with the advertisers is the only way to um, really hurt them. I know opposing the NFL is like opposing the NRA. Very tough. But don't you want to be proud of how you're living? Stand up. Um, for your brothers and sisters of color. And the hottest thing a guy can do is get down on one knee. <laughs> uh, says uh, not to propose, but to reject the um, treatment, um, reject the treatment of his teammates by this country. Anyone who says it's disrespectful to our military, please read up on the fact that a lot of um, veterans are proud of what Kaepernick is doing and fully support him. What are your thoughts? Well, damn. I know I'm late, but uh, that last part really... Mm, I could do a whole damn show on that. That last part, where she was talking about the veterans. How these hypocrites... And I actually... There was a white guy that I saw in my office and um he said something that I just I uh I I'm telling you it was so deep. Um he's on the campaign to expose a lot of these hypocrites who run around here talking about they're for the troops and they're for the veterans. I'm trying not to get political right now. But they're for the troops and they're for the veterans and damn it, these players need to stand and, and salute the damn flag and stand for the national anthem and they don't and they don't support the troops and all that bullshit. Um He was telling me, this white guy in my office was telling me These are the same people that pretend to be so patriotic that'll walk right past a veteran that is homeless and won't do shit for him. And when I thought about that, I said, damn. I thought about how many homeless veterans just in this area, just in the D.C. area, right? And I said, damn. He really got a point. As fucked up as as it is, it's true. They use these veterans, the troops, as like a shield for everything. Colin Kaepernick kneeled because of 
injustice towards people of color. They turned it and flipped it into black people not wanting to respect the American flag or black people disrespecting the troops because they don't want to address the issue. So I just think that that's um, a very key point that she brought out when she said that a lot of veterans and, and by the way, the white guy that I was, that I was just talking about at my office, he actually is a veteran himself. Like I said, that's a whole nother, um, that's a whole nother show I could do. Um, I just hate the way that they flip this story, this narrative. And I know it's been going on, going on, going. I normally don't. I try not to deal with the NFL stupid controversy. But the NFL themselves have dropped the ball on this. They really messed this up. All they had to do was just pick a side. I mean, really pick a side. Because you're going to lose someone or or you're going to lose uh, fans, regardless, if you if you, if they chose to side with Kaepernick, they were going to lose conservatives. If they had to chose not to, they're going to lose liberals. This is one of those situations, and you'd rather be on the right side of history than on the wrong side. You know, you don't want to be known as the brand that um, punished players for. Speaking out, especially in this day and age, when we live in a, a day and age where <clears throat> um, people are becoming more um, vocal, more and more vocal, um, social media, um, you're never going to have the days, well, not unless we get a dictator, like a literal dictator in the in the White House. Um, you're never going to see the days of, uh, people just being quiet and not speaking their mind. Um, people are fed up with the shit and people are going to speak out. Um, you don't want to be on the wrong side of history because as, as the trend moves towards people um, using their freedom of speech even more than ever before. You just don't want to be on the wrong side. Now, um, Charlemagne the God uh, spoke out on this, and he basically um, commended Amy Schumer for her um, for her post. Let me see if I can bring it up right quick. Uh... Where's Charlemagne's reaction? Oh, Charlemagne says, um, it says, the energy I'm on this morning, statements like this, he's regarding to Amy Schumer, it says, statements like this help to restore my faith in humans. This is how you use your privilege to combat prejudice. I mean, the least you can do is call out the bullshit when you see it. Salute Amy Schumer. See, this is the problem that the races are going to have. See, I said this before and I'll say it again. Even white people are getting tired of racism. 
And you're really going to have to, um, you're really going to have to adjust to the new America. You know, you got to understand that it was easy as hell to be racist back in the day. Because blacks were completely separated from... You know how long it's been since there's been integration? Everyone has friends of, of... Especially if you live in a major city. Like New York, Chicago, D.C., L.A. You know, you're going to have friends of different cultures, different nationalities, different races. So when you offend one, you offend all. So the kneeling... By Colin Kaepernick, although it was for people of color, guess who jumped in the fight? You see?